The Lord is good, and his mercy endures forever. You are listening to Take 5 with Alex. I was bound to get to this part at some other time, and in Matthew 8, verse 23 to 27, as well as Mark 4, verse 38 to 40, is the account of the great tempest that arose on the sea, and Jesus and his disciples were in a boat, and the boat was in trouble, covered with waves. But Jesus was asleep. And in, in Mark it says, but he was asleep. He was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and they said to one another, Who can this be, that even the wind and the sea obey him? And I think Jesus was more than, than the rebuking of the wind and the calming of the sea, Jesus was being a great example to us and showing us how to react in the storm and rebuking the storm and calming the sea in this case is not how to act. It is carry on as normal. Sleep in the stern, have a rest, take a break. That's what Jesus did because God is in control. I have a friend who always tells me, God has your back. And God is going to let the things happen that he has ordained. And if we look in 2 Chronicles 18, um, verse 28 to 34. Actually, it goes a little bit further, probably up to verse 19, verse 3. But what happened was that there was a war. And the king of Israel, Ahab, he said to Josephat, I will disguise myself and go into battle, but you put on your robes. So the king of Israel disguised himself and they went into battle. Now the king of Syria had commanded the captains of the chariots who were with him, saying, Fight with no one small or great, but only the king of Israel. So it was when the captains of the chariots saw Josephat, they said, It is the king of Israel. Therefore they surrounded him to attack. But Josephat cried out, and the Lord helped him, and God diverted them from him. For so it was when the captains of the chariots saw that it was not the king of Israel, they turned back from pursuing him. And now verse 33 says, now a certain man drew a bow at random and struck the king of Israel between the joints of his armor. So he said to the driver of his chariot, Turn around and take me out of the battle, for I am wounded. And he died of his wounds. But do you see what happened? It was God's plan that Ahab would die in battle that he would be struck so this guy 
draws a bow and shoots. Nowhere in particular, it strikes him between the joints of the armor. Now how amazing is that? What's the chance? What's the chance I draw a bow and shoot and whoever it is gets struck in exactly the right place and he dies? Only God could ordain something like that. And only God knows the outcome of this whole virus episode. Only God knows the outcome of the economic implications. Only God, no one else. And that's why we can take all our worries, all our cares, all our fears, everything, even our frustrations with staying at home and not being able to go out and you can't even go and buy underwear. I mean, everything. You can just take it, give it to God. He's got it. He's got your back. You can relax. You can go and sleep in the stern. You don't have to worry because God has been there already. Have a wonderful day and be blessed.